I'm pretty sure Gary Busey's like an octopus where he just rips his dick off and throws it at women. Like, here you go. Do with this what you will. But it grows back like a gecko tail. So he's just like, see you in an hour. Oh, my God. There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. <laughs> we are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find, sent around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Howdy. Casey. Yeah. And this week's guest, Ashley. Hey, y'all. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Casey. What's this month's theme? It's Halloween. It's the last week of the spookiest season, which honestly, I feel like we did better than I thought we were going to. Um, <laughs> this week turned out pretty, pretty fucking good. But the month overall, I had a good time. Last week, we watched House with a Clock in Its Walls, which I enjoyed. But Dave, what did we watch this week? Well, whereas last week's movie was based upon a book, this week's movie was based upon a dumb joke someone made. A pun, I guess. Or people <laughs> who have never read a book. This is what happens when you don't read books. From 2005, starring Gary Busey, we watched The Ginger Dead Man. Jay, before we get into everything, we need you to kick us off with an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. All Here's right. the setup. Uh, you have just bit into a delicious gingerbread man cookie. Mm, uh, it's that good. time of year. It is yeah. warm. It is gingery. Delicious. It is delicious. Um, it also uh, does not contain the spirit of a deceased murderer. It contains dairy products, which for mm. you oh. is basically oh. the same thing as the death sentence. Mm. <laughs> so true. you've got about 10 seconds before that lactose hits your gut and starts processing into chemical warfare. In that time, sell us on this movie. All right, so remember Chucky, but what if we just did it in Clay Fighter 63 and a third style where Gary Busey is a gingerbread man? <laughs> I think that was seconds, eight seconds. I think. Yeah, and I think that was eight seconds. It felt the right delivery for a Gary Busey film. <laughs> you know? Yeah, if they got like the go ahead for like a 17 rating, like we can say the F word. Oh my God, you guys, get Busey on the horn now. Mm. Well, Casey, listen, there's a little bit of trouble because, you know, when I get sick, I produce something absolutely awful. And the yeah. side effects of that are just noxious. And you've been locked in the bedroom with me and I'm filling it with gas and you're slowly dying. So oh, in the 10 God. seconds before you lose consciousness to that awful, awful smell, sell us on this movie. What do you get when you mix $30 in a weekend in your hometown? A cinematic hamburger helper and Gary Busey's The Secret Ingredient. Seven seconds. This was cinematic hamburger helper. You know why? Because everyone thinks you're a piece of shit for eating it. But then when you sit down and eat it, you're like, that's better than I remember. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised. There are times I wanted to hate this, kind of like when you're eating hamburger helper. And then other times it's just like, yeah, this feels right. This feels Casey's satisfying. culinary decisions <laughs> yes. aside. Let's go over the movie that shitty cinema watched. The Ginger Dead Man opens during a diner robbery in Waco, Texas. Everyone is killed except for Sarah, who is lightly shot by the perpetrator, a very sane Gary Busey. 
who is ranting about his mother, calling people sissies, murdering people for fun, does seem like pretty sane by Gary Busey standards. (laughs) Too bad Gary gets caught and given the chair thanks to Sarah's testimony. Really hoping you wouldn't die in the first 10 minutes off screen. Don't worry, Dave. The Ginger Dead Man is a completely original horror film where he comes back to life. I can forgive you for not predicting such a novel plot point. Gary's voodoo doing mama sends Gary's ashes to the bakery owned by Sarah and her remaining family. Sarah and her co-worker Brick mix the mismarked Gary bits into the dough and get to bacon. No, I don't like that. That was actually the scariest part of the movie. That was the worst part of the movie. The self-formed gingerbread man? No, just the fucking kitchen violations. The violations in that fucking kitchen made my skin crawl. Also, why is she making these giant-ass gingerbread man cookies? How much of a market is there for, like, two-foot-tall gingerbread man cookies? Anyways, I'm not an expert on seasoning, but I'm pretty sure cremated human remains is, like, not ginger color or scented. I don't know what the ratio of Busey to seasoning (laughs) in there was. Didn't take much. Clearly, though, the baking secret's in the sauce. And by sauce, I mean blood, because dipshit Brick immediately cuts himself over the dough and bleeds right the fuck into the bread. Unfazed by health codes or human decency, Sarah proceeds to pull out the biggest cookie cutter known to man to make a fucking 18-inch tall gingerbread, or ginger dead, man. Oh! Oh my god. You're too much. You're a cut-up, Dave. (laughs) Meanwhile, the neighbor restaurateur's daughter Lorna and her boyfriend Amos break into the bakery to plant a rat. Her father's trying to buy the place, and Lorna wants to use the rats to drive them out, or, you know, make them sell. Ginger Busey makes his walk-in oven debut, and the tension shifts from Sarah and Lorna to making Ginger Busey feel crummy. Lorna calls her dad from the front of the shop, while Ginger Busey attacks Sarah's mom, Betty, in the back of the shop. Which is probably pretty easy, considering she's maybe 100 pounds and drinking Jack from the bottle like it's apple juice. (laughs) Yeah, she's flying high. You could have put a nipple on that bottle. Ginger Busey cuts off her finger until he's interrupted by one of the girls who works in the front. Ginger Busey stays busy in the kitchen, stabbing the front desk help, covering her in whipped cream and giving her cherry nipples a la Varsity Blues while saving Sarah's drunk mom for last by tossing her into the aforementioned orgy-sized oven. Uh, It happens. All the time. (laughs) I think that's just called a sauna. Luckily, Sarah and Amos later open the oven, and she's just got some grill marks from the brick floor. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not a grill! It's an oven! Shit, alright. What about when Lorna tries to abandon them and sets off a booby trap that spikes a six-inch blade through the front of her skull? That means that way's clear, because she already set it off. Why would he set two? You know what I mean? mean, She died. You know what I'm saying? She made the best sacrifice. Thanks, Lorna. Presentation. That's why he'd set two. Yeah, he was a showman, obviously. Just when you think Ginger Busey has won, Brick returns and wrestles him down. Busey yells, eat me, and that son of a bitch Brick complies. Good news! We have 20 minutes left and a predictable plot point. Busey takes over Brick's body and attacks Amos and Sarah, who have strangely rekindled a romantic relationship that nobody cares about. Why? Nothing like watching your mom almost getting burned alive to make that pussy juicy. The Brick Busey gets pushed into the oven and turned up to high. Finally, he's burnt to death. Cut to several months later, when the bakery crew are having a bake sale out front, a kid is told they don't have gingerbread cookies when one of the helpers reveals that some old woman (gasps) came and dropped these off, revealing gingerbread men. 
Oh, Saga all, continues. Secret are they plans. all Gary Busey's or like they different questionably sane actors? Like Only one, one of them. Does that imply that she kept some of her son's ashes and then baked cookies with them? She anybody? must have. She must have. That's what I was thinking. Like she, she's just she sprinkling send- a little at a time. Yes. Yeah. Because it doesn't take much. I feel like if you were to make more than one Gary Busey cookie, mm-hmm. they would immediately start Highlander each other. Oh, yeah. Until there's yeah. only one, right? That's what you do for entertainment, right? So, like, Christmas, everybody comes over. You bake up, like, you know, four Gary Buseys. You put different colors on them, right? And then everybody bets on their favorite color. Right. right? Or you can have a little different cookie right. clothing. Right. Right. Or, like, make one a little cookie sword and another exactly. a little cookie bow mm. and arrow. Sure. We're in, like, gremlins territory. Right. They all get different hats. They Yeah. <laughs> gotta have a girl one, gremlins two. Right. All right, we'll have girl Busey. We've got to have, have a Carrie Hughes Busey. <laughs> oh, Lord. We'll have, we'll have carrot cake Busey. I don't know, you know? Mm. We'll mix does, it up. Oh. Does the magic of the cookie only work if you maintain the general human shape of the gingerbread man? Or can I get weird with it and make like a spider Busey cookie? Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Think of like a centaur, right? Centaur, right? But top is Gary Busey. Bottom <laughs> oh, God, is spider no. thorax, right? Whoa. Spider Thorax. <laughs> it's in the movie. <laughs> how, think about how happy he would be to skitter. <laughs> I'd like to see that Usain Bolt keep up with me now. You know he owes me eight bucks. <laughs> Look at my little legs go back there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Imagine him repelling down from the ceiling and those big old teeth upside down. Oh, glaring no. At you. <laughs> Kill me now. I can crochet you a queen size queen size blanket in about 30 minutes. 30 minutes. <laughs> okay, so Ginger Dead Man, it's Halloween. It's Halloween. Is this a scary movie? Were you ever at any point afraid in this film? No. Oh no. No. Never. Yes. No. Not even what? a little. Yes. No. Yes. I was worried he would kill the rat. I didn't oh, want me that too. to happen. I but thought that about didn't that. Happen. Please don't. Yeah, yeah. He just yeah, they were. It. I feel like they were friends, really, though. <sighs> yeah. Because he's on his level, you know. At what point were you afraid? What part yeah, of this was scary? I want to know. Right. I was afraid of the slurping sounds he was making at one point. He was oh, eating wow. cookies. <laughs> okay. Gary Busey mouth noises are terrifying. Mm. Yes. I only noticed this because I'm such a big Busey fan, but he did put on a little bit extra Busey when he was the ginger dead man. He yeah. did some slight voice acting yeah. work. He got a little extra zhuzh. Like, he, he got it going on. He, had he was cuteing it up. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I loved it. I didn't think it was too much. I thought it no. was perfect. I'm pretty sure Gary Busey in a vocal booth is just the like, I don't know what to do with my hands meme, but given human form, I see, try and picture him just standing in front of a microphone delivering his lines without going oh, completely insane. Yeah, no, no, no. That's why he like ratcheted it up towards the end. Like Gary Busey can only be in a sound box for so long before right. Gary Busey gnaws his way yeah. out like a wounded animal. But at other points, Wait. it was just really subdued, not at all Gary Busey delivery 
I, he was just manic depressive throughout the entire vocal track of this movie. Here, these walls getting hairier. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Right. Start rolling. Start rolling. At some point, he just eats the script and starts doing whatever he wants in the booth. You got to make a movie that works for what you got. Absolutely. They only paid him 25 grand. He was there for like two days max. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. They thought he would say no. And he was <laughs> fooled them. Because he's a desperate man. Twenty-five grand? Is that really all he got paid for this? Yes, at least for the first one. I'm sure he got something a little more for the second, third, and fourth. Uh, maybe a fifth in the work. I, and surprise! A really? lot. I, that's amazing. And I spent how long waitressing? What the mm-hmm. fuck have I been doing with my life? I feel like shit now. Yeah. Well, you were doing... Silly things like not bleeding into the food. Oh, my God. That was the scary part of this movie for me, was the fucking food bleeding. Yeah, Why? did Lady Finger ever find her? F- That's just gone. I, oh, I thought I thought he ate it. I thought someone no. ate it. Maybe not. I mean, I'm sure someone no. down the road ate it if it got lost because that place was filthy as a fuck. But as yeah, someone but- who's been injured a lot in a kitchen... I've never, like, cut myself and been immediately like, you know, I'd really level this soup out. Let me just openly bleed in it first. Oh, well, that's enough. That's enough. What? I mean. Salt. Extra salt. It's implied that that part of the magic in bringing him back to life is the blood. Is hepatitis? Right. And the blood is just, just brick bleeding into the fucking flour, like huge amounts of blood, and them just ignoring it. I don't know if this is possible, but I'm going to say at the very minimum, anyone who eats the bread is going to get like ringworm because he's into wrestling. I'm going to say at the very <laughs> least, you're getting ringworm. Hepe. You got Ugh. the hep. Ooh. Yeah. The I fuck? was thinking the hep. Like, no wonder they're closing. The whole place deserves to go under. Yes. Did you see how much extra food they had? Like, there was just fucking bread everywhere. Also, no, but he needs walk-in... a walk-in oven. Nobody. <laughs> the walk-in cooler is also the walk-in oven. Mm-hmm. There are what, rules. What? Walk-in oven, though. Like, walk-in oven. Walk-in oven. It seems really impractical. You think her mom, grandma, whoever she is, is drinking because she's sad those people died? I think it's more maybe guilt from something she did or maybe her parents did in like the forties or something, because I think there's a certain kind of person that has a walk-in <laughs> oven. Yeah. They're no. frowned upon. Mangala's bakery. Come in. Come in. You didn't get a lot of her backstory. You know, okay. No, God damn it. <laughs> Fuck you. I, Cause I was going to make a joke about the gas bills to run a walk-in oven. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, that would be an asshole thing. That's to do. not cool. Wow. Wow, Dave. <laughs> wow, Dave. You sensitive prick. I'm pretty sure the purpose of a walk in oven is when a lazy script writer Perfect. writes down that you have a walk in oven and just gives no further consideration to it. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throw some red lights in. It's fine. This whole thing, it wasn't lazy script writing. It was lazy set building. They didn't build set. They just went to a place that was shut down for the weekend yeah. for them to shoot yeah. in. And yeah. they had to use the, uh, because how else are they going to fit a full-size person in an oven? They don't, they don't make 
oven's big enough. Maybe a pizza oven, but that wasn't, they didn't have that choice. This is like Mm-mm. a set hands mom's bakery, and she's pissed off, but she's going to let it happen. All right. Never. So we've only watched The Ginger Dead Man, but this movie actually goes on to what? Three sequels? And then crosses over with the Evil Bong series of films as well for, I think, two movies there. Yeah. Yeah. The woman who plays Sara Lee in this is also in the Evil Bong movies. And then after the first crossover, her character from this one just moves to the Evil Bong films. Oh, the same character? Same character. Yes. Not the one she had previously played in the Evil Bong series. That one died. Her character from this one... (laughs) I'm her cousin that looks a lot alike like her. <laughs> you guys have a walk-in oven here? <laughs> Excuse me, I'm a walk-in lo- oven saleswoman, and I wanted to know if you have a need for a walk-in oven. Hold on. Now I want to have this. St- What's the story of this woman that is, like, attacked by this this living serial killer gingerbread man, right? And then an uh, evil bong. Like, what? Yeah, what, like, what yeah let's go fuck with this life? evil bong now. This right. just feels like Twisted Lifetime universe, honestly. I know, right? Like Black right? Mirror is... Lifetime. <laughs> Actually, don't forget that she also, in this movie, said that she and her sister had fucked around with a Ouija board a couple years earlier and gotten into some mystical shit there, too. I'm so, sorry. Uh, I just heard her lines in the kid from the Fensler film, G.I. Joe, like, hey, my mom bought me a Ouija board. We got a little <laughs> for it. And, put a couple games and evil spirits on it like i just the fucking the dialogue i mean her dialogue was cringe as fuck everyone's dialogue was it wasn't awful. their finest hour no, no. but it's a busey vehicle so okay well while this movie was a train wreck of bad writing we can say all of gary busey's lines were incredible Everything oh yeah, home. I stand yeah. by that. Okay, what was your favorite one-liner, Casey? What was your favorite one-liner? Okay, we're gonna do a little bit of role-playing. Hey, you love this. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have you ask the crowd, "What the fuck is that?" What the fuck is that? What well, ain't the Pillsbury fucking doughboy? <laughs> <laughs> That's in the trailer. It just his delivery is perfect. Yeah, he has so much emphasis like he oh. feels he good. shows up yeah he, shows yeah, he up. feels he sexy really single free and he yes. just exudes nobody else shows gary- up but he does no one. <laughs> gary Busey delivers every line like he's constantly aware of the location of his tongue <laughs> right right that's from yes. the brain damage dude yeah. I dare you. It's all he can but, think about. But I do want to dispute that the dial that his dialogue is great. It's not. It's trash. What? Gary Busey is just hilarious saying anything. That's true. Oh, yeah. That's kind I mean, of like how Morgan Freeman can make anything like feel yes. important when he says it. Yes. Gary Busey can make you feel when he talks. The insanity is surging. It's palpable. always surging. I. I don't know. I disagree. I kind of love the dialogue. Like when Gary Busey says, I said that you were one smart cookie. Yeah? Huh? See, right. I, how was that right? good? That's just you. That's right? how you would fucking say. That's why you I know. It's it. fucking fantastic. I love Move it. Move on. No. God. Let's write that one down. Give me that. 
the only dialogue in this movie that I genuinely enjoyed for the dialogue was when dumbass Brick shows up at the end of it, still full on rocking his amateur wrestler persona, sees a sentient cookie and proceeds to just fucking rock with it. Right. (laughs) Launch into a series of Baker themed wrestling speeches and then eat the Gary Busey cookie and loudly call for milk. Fuck yes, Brick. I love you. (laughs) <laughs> that has tried to jump children and lost. So finally he sees an opponent he believes he can beat. Take. It's yeah. a anthropomorphized <laughs> cookie. Yeah. And he still fucking loses. Yeah, it got the best okay. of him. Ashley earlier said everybody was phoning it in. At this one point, Brick does not phone it in. No. At this you're one right. part of the movie. He shows up and it's beautiful. At the beginning of the movie, I was getting real samurai cop vibes. Like, I know. He yeah, was kind of throwing off me the too. samurai cop scent of I'm like, right. oh God. What about you, Ashley? What 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 Gary Busey line did you love most? Oh my god, that one where he's like, it smells feminine. He <laughs> 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 says, I smell something in the air. It smells feminine. I feel like Gary Busey like goes around village to village and tells parents when their like daughters are gonna start their first menage. Tell something ripening. Got about three weeks out until we drop our first egg. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, in I do have to think that he wrote that himself. Uh, that was an ad lib. I can't imagine someone wrote that. Now I'm just imagining like Gary Busey showing up to like a, a village in the 1400s, and they bring all of their daughters out lined up. That's what Rasputin like goes. To do. I, I yeah right. I hate it. I fucking hate it. <laughs> That's what you just put in my mind. Picture this, okay? No, it's a, it's a pleasant Saturday evening. Uh, the weather's beautiful. Where You're relaxing you on your couch. You hear a knock at the door. So you walk over, open the door. There's Gary Busey, who just makes direct eye contact, (laughs) says, thought you should know your dog's in heat. And then turns around and walks off the property. Spay and neuter your cats. I believe it. He's a pet judge. He knows. He knows things. Oh, my God. He is. So empathetic, though. He's a great (laughs) pet judge. Honestly, have you guys watched Gary Busey Pet Judge? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big fan. Dave, did you say No. I, that's a real thing. No, yes, I, it is. I, this is all new information. It's yes, real. It's, it's real. And it's fabulous. <laughs> Log off and go watch it now. We'll finish up. You're welcome. Is he the one who started cupping the dog's testicles that they got for Probably. Wilder too? Is that where that started from? No, 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 no. <laughs> he, sometimes he builds inventions like this, like wire that hangs off your dog harness to catch the poop. It's not in perfect condition yet, but they've got a prototype for sure. Yeah, he's working yeah. on it. He's working on it. We're gonna get the bailiff on it. Highly recommend Gary Busey yeah. Pet Judge because it good for uh, some twenty minutes of laughs. If you ever want to know what it's like to do drugs, but you don't want to do drugs, just watch that, <laughs> yeah. that show. It's it feels like you're on drugs, even you're if there. you're not. Okay, this is a horror film. And it wouldn't be horror if without the chance of dying. So I want to know, what was your favorite death, Ashley? I like the naked lady uh, cake decorating, cookie decorating. Oh, the the titty cherry lady? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Not when you're alive. Okay. Wait. How much time would it take to cover her in icing and put cherry nips on? He relished it. I don't and all know. the candy. Yeah. I mean, like, that was obviously canned whipped cream. We got to think it's probably not easy to wield a can as an 18-inch gingerbread <gasps> oh, man. I right, also, right. Oh. <laughs> I like the car death, too. Oh. Because that was super cute. Yeah, Lorna's dad, she calls it. She's like, Daddy, we're at this ratchet-ass bakery. Daddy. Come pick me up. And he does, but he ends up getting squished by Gary Busey drunk driving. I'm That's an assumption. Shame on me. And... <laughs> Ramming him, pinching him between the wall and the car. I'm sorry. You know what? Bread has a lot of yeast, and that can ferment into alcohol. I'm not saying it's his fault. No, it was oh, pretty. Like it was intentional. Self drop. <laughs> the murder was intentional. Yes, yeah. he had a little rolling yeah. pin. The yeah, rolling he used a rolling pin. pin. That's so cute. To push the pedal down. That Immediately, I wanted world. to know how he was working the pedals. And they showed me. They paid that off. And I was satisfied. Yeah. I'll take that. That was so cute. It really was. And then I was on his side, like, for the rest of the movie. I was like, oh, show me that cute little... <laughs> show me that little beauty. Give me Where that little foot. I can just eat it up. <sighs> Dave, what about you? What was your favorite death? See, my favorite death was pre- cookie at all it was gary Busey in the diner shooting dad and the <laughs> yeah. brother <laughs> they were punks. yeah because we got live action Busey instead of a cookie puppet with a Busey face on it which i didn't know was a phobia of mine but turns out it is <laughs> okay but also i wanted to bring this up earlier i think the face was perfect for his voice i think yes. that's it looked like what his face really looks like underneath yeah, <laughs> and the, the puppet had like this weird uh, slant to it from operating the mouth. That yeah. also yes. reminded me of Gary Busey's uneven face. So it it and, worked. Yeah. It was kind of yeah. perfect. It suited, but also I really enjoyed the first two deaths because we find out in the dialogue after the opening credits that the brother's plan for his 21st birthday was strippers in Lone Star. So like titties in chain restaurant steak. I'm not sad. Oh, yeah. You got number one, you need a good steak for cheap. Number two, you got to have a good foundation to get drunk enough to be attracted to small town Texan strippers. Well, number three. Yeah. You got to go to those small town Texan strippers. In Texas. Lone Star is a beer. Oh, is it? I it assumed is. it was Lone Star Steakhouse. And like, I really like the like, Steakhouse really, that's angle. what he was looking for. You for only really acquire it in ah. Texas. It's the thing from Texas. That's how you know. I want to go to Applebee's oh, wow. and Cheetahs. They really oh, are yeah. in hell right. already. Which makes a lot more sense. Waco's not big. It's just where people with big guns live. I mean, they have a Miss. What was it? Miss. Pretty beautiful. face. This face. pretty face. This pretty face of Waco. That's me. I did not like her character. Lorna Dune, because they were all named after Cookie. You pointed that out. My mind was fucking blown. Yeah, they all had some vaguely Cookie-related name. If you want a well-thought-out, deep film with many layers, I highly recommend Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> 
Agreed. Easter eggs we didn't even realize. That, I mean, you can watch this movie a hundred times and never see the same movie There's twice. There's a lot of deep shit going on. It's like Inception, but better. Can I ask, why wasn't Ginger Dead Man a Christmas slash horror movie instead of just a horror movie? I don't know. All they had know. to do is slap in a couple Christmas trees and, you know, some shit about Santa. Exactly. The movie, as it is, is 70 minutes long and 13 of that is credits. There is, <laughs> yes. There are Game of Thrones episodes long. And there is a, a beautiful end credit song. Ashley, yeah. I loved the end song. The end I'm song so glad was, you said it. All this it movie was missing slapped. was like an intro 90s rap. Oh my God. That's no. it. And then this was a perfect film. God, the fucking opening credits of this movie were three minutes of names over the most generic B-roll footage and fucking MIDI audio crap. Yeah, this is 2005. Really... We knew better than this for opening credits by this point. They needed a 90s rap. <laughs> At the I very don't they did. I would absolutely have taken a rap. Just yes. something to break it up. Yes. Hey, Casey, how did yeah. you feel about Daddy? Why, he had a Texas accent like this, but not nearly as good. I don't know what the fuck his accent was. was I don't know what his accent was. It wasn't Texas. It was something. He was acting. And it's a shame that we don't know what he was acting like. Yeah, no, no. We are obviously all uneducated (laughs) swine when it comes to real real acting in cinema we watch all that he was too good for this film and we just weren't getting it It was like a pygmalion thing like he was so right that we didn't even understand how right he was no i think it's like there's like a yin and a yang right you've got things like daniel craig and knives out and that's your positive yang right because that's not any actual southern it's like a parody of all of them at once and yet somehow it pulls through some of them do sound that way. <laughs> but then there's an evil side, and that's Daddy from this. <laughs> Daddy, I mean, I can't. I feel bad that he died because he was really a good guy. He was trying to get that dirty fucking bakery shut down and have, like, a clean franchise bakery where they have, like, rules and regulations and, like, a oh, standard yeah. operating he procedure. He 50 grand uh, for it. 50 grand. Come on. Okay, yeah, his offer was ridiculous. 50000 was an insultingly low offer for... Yeah, well, it's going to cost more to fucking demolish it. Be glad right. we're offering you shit. I should demolish it while you fuckers are in there. You've got Calamity Jane shooting into the street, and yep. then you have fucking Typhoid Mary having her friends bleed into the gingerbread dough. There's also a giant rat. There's a giant There's a fucking rat. rat. There's a rat the, the size rat of a rat sized dogs. It's yeah. a plant. It's a plant, Casey. Yeah, but the health department won't know the difference. No. And honestly, <laughs> at a place I Girl, would say Ashley. where I worked, we did have mice and cockroaches at one point at the same damn time. We never got shut down. Just yeah. <laughs> Smoke that. <Okay. laughs> Smoke on that. Fuck you, corporate America. But did one of the owners of your restaurant proceed to stand out front of it, pulling from a bottle of Jack and shooting at other restaurants with a shotgun? Um, The main character's mother does that in this. It's Texas. 
My boss, right. Dan, would absolutely, because he's super pro being drunk all the time and super <laughs> pro gun and super aggro. So, yes. Yes, he absolutely yeah. would. Maybe that's just... <laughs> Maybe that's just like a Texas greeting. It's just, yep, you just shoot their house a couple of times to welcome them to town. One of my favorite things about the ginger dead man is that there are the gunshots out in the street. The people get murdered by smashing the car against them, against the building. And the cops never, ever, ever show up at all in this movie. Mm, No No questions asked. Like, so, right. But normally I would have suspension of disbelief. But this is why they have it set in Texas, David, because now I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, there's no cops. That makes sense. It just sounds like Tuesday in Texas. On your 16th birthday, you're deputized. It's (laughs) throw the bodies in the walk in oven and go along your way. Right. All the Texas cremation. Okay, quick question. When Gary Busey, gingerbread man, gets his head bitten off. Like a raspberry filling comes out. When the fuck did they put raspberry in there? And also, I don't think it's gingerbread and no, no, no. It was raspberry filling. There's seeds and everything. I yeah. just assumed that it was blood. You were really looking. Oh, I, was... I know. Right? <laughs> yeah, because there was there was some chunkiness to it too. That was yeah. looking like it was well, some type of. It was just some raspberry. kind of brain matter. As right. a baker, I know my jellies, and it was just raspberry jelly. Or preserves, whatever has the chunks in it. I think it's preserves. Way oh. to call out the special effects department on that one. So I'm just <laughs> curious. I when think did they it's stop? blood. <laughs> I do too. I'm with Ashley. I didn't just pay like for the standard definition to not longer, notice that. <laughs> the longer you're alive, the more you become. And that is why by the end they were able to uh, burn him all up. The end. It's really beautiful. <laughs> he started cremated and he ended cremated. Yes. He's That's, I think, the only way you could probably kill him. So, he dumbass really brick ate the Busey cookie's head and then became yeah. the new Busey. But the rest of the body hadn't been touched or anything. If somebody else had, like, say, eaten an arm, would they have Same also thing. become a Busey? Or is it yeah. like whoever eats the most of the cookie? No, any part that you consume that has the ashes in it will turn you Busey. Yeah. Yeah, the spirit is strong. Right? There's just going to be... It's like... uh, It's like neat or... well, it's I like feel Mr. like Anderson, or I feel like you Mark, have to Agent let the BC wake up first before yeah. you eat it. You can't just like you know throw it into a bunch of mashed potatoes or something. You gotta. Oh like, yeah, no, no, you could. You know, any or, amount I of think, I think the minimum would be to like <laughs> mix it into the dough for some goldfish crackers, so you get a whole bunch of little Busey cookies. Ooh, mm. What about then, animal you know. crackers? Mm. Oh yeah, animal you can, like Busey. stampede around. Yeah, right, yeah, there are endless possibilities once we really open those doors. Um, Let's just keep naming foods for the next 45 minutes. You could put Gary Busey in to possess you. Ooh, dinosaur pasta. Oh, my God. It's so good. Why does that meal that's better with, like, Kraft mac and cheese? It's got to be a thin cheese mac and cheese and a more robust noodle. You're right. God, now I want mac and cheese. Fuck you. <laughs> But, like, craft, I never get that. Okay, we have rambled on about 
Gary Busey and the Ginger Dead Man extended universe for a while now. <laughs> it's time to get down to brass to tacks. I love it. <laughs> Jay, we'll kick it off with you. The bad pun that somehow became a film, 2005's The Ginger Dead Man. Would you watch it again? Sarah likes to imagine her dead brothers enjoying strippers in heaven. And, well, I can't imagine that heaven is anything other than an infinite, eternal titty bar. I expected that. Don't go to heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody knows that. I expect that in this infinite, eternal, heavenly titty bar, there is at least one, at least one TV dedicated to the ginger dead man 24-7. And if you think I'm not going to enjoy one of heaven's delights again, then you, my friends, are mistaken. Of course I'm going to watch Ginger Dead Man again. I'm probably going to seek out the sequels. Casey, what about you? 2005's Ginger Dead Man, would you watch it again? Gary, you had me at something smells feminine. But yes, (laughs) this movie was gold. I like a man who can tell me exactly in my cycle where I'm at and then point a gun at me because like if you've ever had a period, you just want to fucking die. So yes, I would absolutely watch Ginger Dead Man, even though I was completely fucking grossed out by everyone's lack of cleanliness in the kitchen. Ashley, I got to know you're our special guest. Would you watch 2005's Ginger Dead Man again? I have never seen a Gary Busey that I didn't love. So, yes, I would totally watch it again. (laughs) This is going in, like, my perennial favorites list. I wish it was Christmas. I I just think it would fit in so much better at Christmas. And I might just watch it at Christmas anyway. Let's make it a Christmas movie. Like, everybody made Die Hard a Christmas movie. We can make this a Christmas movie. Yeah, like, Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Um, also, all these could be worked together. We can't substitute the fact that maybe some of the extended Ginger Dead Man universe movies are set at Christmas time. That's yeah. True. Yeah. We gotta this find is out. We need to find out. Evil I Bong could be know. 100% Christmas. We don't know. I know. I got a small theater <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. That's, that's how my Christmas goes. Dave, what about you? Did you watch this movie again? You know. There is about enough movie here for a really funny parody poster. And then that's <laughs> it. Like, I feel like you could get away with about a seven minute cutaway gag in like SNL or community with the movie that we've got here. But for the other 53 odd minutes of it, I don't know that there was enough here that I would watch this again rather than watch like Ginger Dead 2 or 3 or Verse Evil Bong. So even though I find the premise hilarious enough, I will probably watch one of the sequels at some point. No, I don't think I'm going to watch the Ginger Dead Man itself again. Got to be the odd one out here. Sorry. Casey, put your Busey teeth away. (laughs) I was waiting for you to look. Wow. Well, the verdict is in one of us is brave enough to stand alone on a hill and say that they would not watch this again. No courage. You're missing. You're missing out. You're fucking coward. And with that, we conclude Hollowed Ween Month. (laughs) Next year, we'll pick a theme for the month that's a little easier to say. 
No, he won't. I We're was put on the won't. spot. Fuck you. <laughs> I trip over it, too. So Halloween is over, which means next month we will be rolling into Killer Bee Month. Oh, this a Wu Tang thing. It's a Wu Tang thing. Wu Tang, Wu Tang. I'm going to be kicking it off with one of my favorite movies, starring I think it's like two of the Wu Tang Clan members. I think Redman and I don't even know. I don't even care because I watched this movie like four years ago and fell so deeply in love with it. I'm bringing Volcano High. Originally a Korean film, voiced over <laughs> by some of the Wu-Tang Clan. I don't even remember who's in it. Google it. You're going to fucking love it. I'm so excited. I guess we'll just have to wait till next week to find out how fucking sweet it's going to be. Uh, in the me- Oh, P.S. Ashley, thank you so much for coming today. Oh, thank you for having yes, me. We love you. I love Uncle Gary, so I was more than happy to watch. Always. Always <sighs> welcome on the podcast. <laughs> Follow us on social media, Facebook at sh.ttycinema, Cinema, Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, Instagram at Casey.Cinema, Patreon slash Shitty Cinema, or ShittyCinema.com. If you didn't catch all that, check the show notes. If you want to help us out, give us a thumbs up on Facebook. Share this with friends. I don't know, time to a radiator, make them listen to it. In the meantime, let's turn off the lights, turn on the oven, and walk in. The water's fine, Gary. Huh?